Hi, and welcome to Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. Please join us as we explore how you can enjoy a happier life and a fulfilling career, things that aren't always that easy in our modern world. We'll be taking a look to how you can explore well-being both inside and outside the workplace, how to prevent burnout, how to achieve true happiness in work and life, and so much more. So stick around. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to today's episode of Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. Um, as usual, you're here with me, Sarah Mecca, and my lovely colleague, Dr. Jenny Brock. Hi, everyone. And today we're going to talk about rituals. Mm. Good rituals. Yeah, good, good rituals. rituals. Well, I think we're like, some people might be like, oh, that's a bit too woo for me. So maybe we can. Maybe we can bring the woo-woo and the science a little together and see, mm-hmm. see where we get yep. to. So if you're feeling uncomfortable, awesome, stick with <laughs> us. <laughs> and there's no sacrificial elements to this at all. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. right. That's a good idea. <laughs> Just in case people are a bit scared. Just in case. Yeah, yeah. that would be a bit yeah. much. Yeah. So rituals, um, I don't know about you, Jenny, but I have over the last year, actually two years, really, mm-hmm. I have become more uh, connected to rituals. I have experienced some fantastic rituals, and I'll tell you a little bit about the people who have led me through those. Um, and I've started using it not only for myself, I've used it for my family, and uh, I now use them with my clients. I actually used one yesterday. so. For me, the power of ritual um, as um, and and not I'm not talking, I guess, ritual as in like I wake up, I brush my teeth, I make the bed, I do those things. I'm talking as in a kind of a, a real ritual um, where you're creating um, kind of time and space for a specific reason. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the more I do it, the more I think we need to do more of it. I couldn't agree more. I think there's there's a huge place. Tell me, tell me about your side of this. <laughs> yeah, so I see ritual as being something that is very grounding. Um, mm. It gives us a sense of control over our lives. And when you're feeling like the world's gone completely bonkers, which it has more or less over the last three years especially, it it's really helpful because it re- reduces some of the fear and the worry yeah. so that you feel... I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And that's really important. And because I'm talking with so many people at the moment who are really struggling, um, because just every time we think things are going to get a little bit better, it goes backwards. And you think, no, stop it, stop it, stop it. Um, and so all that uncertainty and worry comes up to the surface again. So I think this is where rituals can be so super helpful. Uh, and and I agree with what you said just then about creating the space for them because mm-hmm. so many of us are, are living with high levels of stress because of everything that's going on in the world and yeah. in our lives, and ritual can help you just get that little bit of space you need so that you it's almost like it gives you that perspective of looking in rather than being sort of sucked into it, uh, whatever's, whatever's going on. So I've been using it more myself and oh, cool. I've been teaching it in my workshops as well. Yeah. yeah. 
to help people to understand that it's actually a really easy, really powerful tool just to bring out when you need to. And in fact, doing it every day just makes it more powerful because you just slip into doing it's an automated behavior. You don't have to sort of think, oh, yes, today I said I would do this. You just do it (laughs) automatically, which is great. Um, and And for me, ritual is also stillness. Oh, and I yes. think stillness has been missing in our lives mm-hmm. because we're always rushing around doing everything at high speed. So ritual actually allows you just to draw breath and stop. Mm-hmm. And I love it for that because it's so calming as soon as you become still. I just love the word still. I know. Still. I just, I just, I was going to respond. And then I just thought, no, yeah. I just want that moment after you've said still. Yeah. just that heartbeat and I think that's so important what you've said about it is kind of an antidote to our busy highly digitized you know blue mm. light world that mm. we're living in um, and I think to really be intentional about creating that space um, and putting things aside coming into the space being totally present and you do all sorts of things for me in a ritual and I'm assuming you do the same Jenny so we get some breath work in so we're going to slow people down we're going to lower their cortisol um right we're going to lower their blood pressure um you tell me all the other wonderful (laughs) health benefits I'm sure (laughs) this this moment of still right it kind of balances the 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 sympathetic nervous system which is what gears us up to be ready for a fight or flight Yeah. Um, so yeah. it just brings that back down so that it, it tunes into our, our vagal tone, as it's called, the vagus nerve being the nerve yeah. that wanders around our body, controlling our heart rate and our, our rate of breathing mm-hmm. um, and our rate of neuronal firing. So everything just Ooh. calms down. And I don't know about you, but, you know, if, if something really makes me jump, oh, and I'm yeah. thinking, what the heck was that? Um, my sympathetic nervous system has just gone. Uh, and But in order to make the right decision, it's actually really important that you can go, hang on a minute. What was that? What was that? Obviously, <laughs> if you're about to get run over by a dirty, great truck, you get out of the way. Get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. But you could be uh, in a better position if you just go, stop. Okay, what's happening really? and reinterpret what is going on and then you'd make the much better decision and I think that's such a powerful thing especially today when Mm -hmm. everything seems to be so urgent and important it helps Mm -hmm. us to to reconsider where we apply our focus in our world Mm. Mm. yeah I love I love that and it's it can be you can do rituals, you know, over long periods of time. So I've done a ritual for, you know, half an hour to an hour, maybe a bit longer. Uh, and I've done a ritual in a very short space of time, you know, sub sub 10 minutes, really, if you want yeah. to. Uh, yeah. Yesterday, yesterday, I led one. And I think the whole thing was finished with a group of people in just over 10 minutes. Obviously, I like a little bit more time, but <laughs> it was it was a time thing. So I guess uh, so. I the I got introduced to rituals via the Happy Startup School um, and a lovely coach they have there called Lana, uh, and she works with a group 
called Community Rituals. I really recommend you check them out. They've got some fantastic downloadable content about how to create your own rituals. Um, and you could use them for yourself. These are more community rituals. Um, yeah. And as you know, for me, Jenny, it's great that you have the kind of on the individual level, because I'm really keen on our building our community. So we've got these two kind of sides to yes. it. Yes. Um, but they say that the key elements of an effective ritual are that it's enjoyable. So something you actually enjoy. Purposeful. So again, what is your intention? And I think rituals are really good to mark a transition. And that can be everything from starting your day, starting your week, ending your weekend, um, all the way up to kind of big, a CEO is departing a business, um, you're having a merger and acquisition. So these are some of the things I'm using rituals in to really recognize when those transition pieces are happening to give people that space. Um, for them, they're really into like engaging the community and designing the ritual. So what do they want? And also a sense of shared ownership. So asking some questions either from yourself or maybe from your team or your group of people about, you know, what, what is a, what is happening? Mm -hmm. Balancing intensity. And this is important. I think uh, they said too demanding or too unexciting means so you need to be in this, <laughs> this happy window. <laughs> Uh, that would be bored. No, you, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to drop off the bottom, and then you don't want it to. <laughs> no. And you have to be so careful. I think I found this because um, we were using a ritual to to bring people together and talk about what's happened over the last two years with COVID, oh. and then oh. kind of say goodbye to that and step forward. Um, so there's a, a nice delineation there. Yep. But some people will have had a great time. And some people will have had multiple, you know, deaths and grief and all sorts of things. And some people will have had even even worse experiences and, you know, terrible trauma. So, again, with the, the intensity, you have to I think it's a fine line. So just really thinking about holding space if you're leading the ritual, I guess, holding the space for those people and what is a safe area for them to explore. So I guess there has to be an agreed um way to support each other so that yeah. everybody is allowed to feel safe undertaking Absolutely. this ritual because yeah. um, otherwise people might sort of opt to leave if if they're yeah. if it yeah. stirs up things that they don't want yeah. to, to I think also that the option though to not participate oh, a bit like yoga yeah. you know if your body if it's not honoring how you're feeling or if you hit don't something that you're not quite ready to yeah. just that 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 opportunity it's like it's like play which I think we're going to talk about another time yes. uh <laughs> it needs to be it's your choice right yeah. so you're invited to participate but if at any point it doesn't hmm. tick your boxes then just sitting with yourself quietly is it's is fine, fine. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a bit yeah. like meditation practice, isn't it? Absolutely. There are, there are times yeah. when, you know, you look forward to that practice, you get into it mm -hmm. and you're consistent and you think, oh, yes, this is great. And then for whatever mm -hmm. reason, you get out of the habit, the ritual gets parked to one side because you just don't feel the need or it's just not serving you in the same way. And that's absolutely fine. People sometimes get really tied up in knots. <laughs> well, I, I started off this fantastic habit to help me get through everything. And now I've stopped doing it. And, and you know, they're starting to get the birch twigs out and chastising themselves. And I said, look, hold on a minute. If it's not working for you at the moment, just 
give it a break. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. 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 It's I I so I, I'd love to hear your experience. I'll tell you a few experiences because it t- can feel, like I said, quite woo-woo for people. Mm. And then every but it's really interesting because I get a couple of funny looks and a little bit of mm, when I bring it into my corporate world. Yes. <laughs> however, yeah. however, at the end of it, mm. I always, everyone basically has had a profound experience. They feel better. It's been yes. very useful yes. all the way up to they absolutely loved it and it changed kind of their mindset and they were able to leave things, you know. So it's that I think the positive benefits, a bit like mindfulness, they kind of sneak up on you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and one thing, Do you find that's the same on an oh, individual? Oh, very much so. Very much yeah. so. When people actually experience it, it's like, well, I thought this was going to be really silly and, you know, I really didn't want to go there. And then they do it and they think, well, actually, that felt really mm. great. And I feel yeah. so much calmer, so much better, yeah. so much more open-minded and happy about things. <laughs> <laughs> so instant tonic. Um, I mean, I'm exaggerating, obviously, but it, but but it's one of those things that if you are open and willing to give it a try, we can surprise mm-hmm. ourselves. And isn't it lovely when that happens? And it can be something as simple as taking your shoes and socks off and just standing on the grass. Now, in summertime in Australia, the grass can be pretty hot, so be careful. You don't want to get it. <laughs> <laughs> but on a cooler day, it's lovely, you know, when you get, you know, that, that sensation underneath your feet. Yeah. Just physically yeah. just stand mm-hmm. and hold that stance for a couple of moments. It's amazing how people go, oh, yes. And, and there is a difference. There's a sort of little shift within that happens from doing something as simple as standing on the grass. And it's the same when we go down to the beach. You know, you're standing on the yeah. sand, feeling the sand coming up between your toes. Yeah. And it's exactly the same mm. grounding sensation that we get, which is very, very powerful. So um, I haven't managed it quite yet, but I'd love to get some of the CEOs down on the beach, hot on the grass with all their shoes off. They can keep their ties and jackets on if they must, <laughs> just to get their feet wiggling around, their toes wiggling around on the grass. Um, and, and, and leading meditation. And I, because I'm a very much an outdoors person, I always love yep. to include outdoor activities in, in my rituals because mm-hmm. many people don't spend much time outside. Um, yeah. And okay, when it's 40 degrees, you don't want to get sunstroke. But uh, being outside just is so important to feel connected to the world at large and to also bring down that cortisol again because it's just that calming effect that nature has on us. So, yeah. and, and I'm sure you're familiar with Shinrin-yoku, the yes. forest bathing. that Forest bathing. Used, forest bathing, it's lovely. Where you just go and you don't even have to walk around. You can just stand. And just admire mm. the scenery and just be there with your thoughts. Beautiful. Yeah. And you don't have to spend oh, lovely. hours or days there. You can just do it in yeah, five, 10 minutes. Yeah. I think what they found like even 20 minutes was, yeah. you know, like Perfect. more than sufficient for the yeah. benefits. Perfect. Um, <clears throat> I really like that. And actually, yeah, in cor- the best rituals I've I've had have have been able to go outside. A lot of mine, sadly, currently are done uh 
online on Zoom yeah. as we are right now, yeah. uh, which has benefits to it. But also, um, I'm we're really I'm really looking forward to this year. We're going to be running some outdoor retreats and some, um, yeah, some some of these you know incorporating forest school and all sorts of mm. interesting things mm. in this new world of work that we're exploring. Uh, and the rituals and outdoors is absolutely yeah. going to be part of yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and so. You said something interesting about it being a power up and a power down. And I really like that because actually I hadn't described it like that. Mm. But yeah, the one one of the rituals we did for a, a client was starting your week. Yeah. Um, you know, how do you essentially it was not showing up with the clutter of last week or the the weekend and kind of giving you some space to acknowledge and think about the great stuff that happened on the weekend was there anything there that you needed to actually put behind you um and one of the important things I think about the ritual is the physicality of it so if you want to put something behind you physically put it behind you or turn around and look at it I really like that kind of embodiment of it yes um but tell me a bit about how that then plays into the power up or the power down well, the power down is probably quite easy because we've already discussed mm. how it just sort of lowers stress yeah, levels and puts you down. <gasps> but you can mm. also use it to to prepare yourself to be ready for your day, to be uh, excited and mm-hmm. clear headed for what the day is going to bring, and you've got it really clear in your mind. You know what your priorities are, and you're going to do one, two, three, or whatever. So I think the the ritual there is working out what works best for you to ramp up that energy. And I think mm-hmm. for, for many people, the first thing is to get a good night's sleep. Because if, you, if, you, if you're waking up feeling refreshed, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, you're already powered up. And then to undertake those other components of the ritual, which might be that first cup of tea. <sighs> you know, it's that little click on the on the kettle and then pouring <laughs> I, I, the water we need, we need a little sound don't we where everything goes <laughs> yeah, it's just right. <laughs> these noises that we associate and smells so it could be a cup of tea or a cup of coffee whatever it is it could be going for a jog um mm-hmm. or some people like to get up and go to the gym because that just primes mm. them to be ready for their day and they know they feel so much better in themselves and so much more energized to Meet everything yep. on. So you can power it up or you can do it the opposite and use it to, to power yourself down, depending on what you set your intention for. So you might Absolutely. be doing the same things, but you decide whether you want to go up or down. Like you said, like meditation, you know, you yeah. can do a meditation about, you know, loving kindness or intention or yeah, self-fulfillment, all those things. Yeah, it's, that's a brilliant way to think about it. Mm. And it is about, yes, stepping into it and then stepping out I think yeah uh and I love the idea that you can do that in and also the bit about senses I think that's a really important piece you know when you talked about the cup of tea you know feeling that warm cup and thinking about the smell when you take that sip and the sound maybe of of that maybe there's quiet in your house because your children aren't awake yet you know maybe there's all sorts of things that you're (laughs) yeah that's literally my favorite thing is when I get a half an hour in the morning when my children are not yeah. awake, just, just to wake up, power up. <laughs> and maybe just sit there, talk to the dog or whatever, just in that, that <laughs> bit of space. It's just nice. It's just lovely. Yeah. 
Cool. It is lovely. So I guess um, what what have we talked? We've talked about um, community rituals. I w- I recommend you uh, check them out. They've got some fantastic downloadable mm-hmm. templates that you have to use, or contact them if you're interested in 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 having it yourself. Um, Jenny and I run these personally and for our clients and things. So if you feel like you're in a transition period and you want to chat about it, by all means, get in touch. What should people make sure to do, would you say, Jenny, if they're going to start on their ritual? You know, what's what's the most important bit? I think the first most important thing is to check in. Do I need this? Um, Because it's very easy to add more stuff into what we do. Yeah. So I think be very clear on why do I believe I'm going to benefit from undertaking a ritual of some sort? Because Mm -hmm. if you've got that sorted and you know it's going to make a positive difference to you, you're ready to go and do. And it's not, and and you're not seeing it as a chore, one more thing, or, (laughs) you know, they they really ought to be doing rituals. uh, I've got to do this. No, no. (laughs) Just one more thing (laughs) on my wellbeing tick list, right? Let's let's be kind to ourselves yeah. and say the idea is to find a ritual that serves you. So mm. however big or however small, in and setting the intention to use it for what you want, whether it's to power up or power down, and whether it's just that transition to get you ready for your day or to help you break from I've been at work and I've been thinking about work all day, and now I'm going to walk into the house and be a parent mm-hmm. um, and, and a partner, all that sort of stuff. It's really interesting hearing what other people do. So I'd love to hear from some of our listeners. What do oh, you yeah. Do yeah. How do you bookend that? Especially yeah. with so many of us working from home now, mm-hmm. that's such a helpful, you know, it, like I said, it's a, for the, the way that I, I use it as, a, as an end of something and a beginning of something. And that can be as simple as I'm finishing work. What's my... What's my line? How yeah. do I step into that? Yes. Do I take four deep breaths, close my laptop, walk out the door? What am I doing? You know, I love that idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and when it's a ritual, you're much more likely to do it. Yeah. Because then it becomes your, your habit, right? That, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Finish. Yeah. I know it's okay to leave because I've done my ritual. Nice. Oh, love it. Yeah. So, I think we've got covered quite a lot of ground with this, haven't we? I think so. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. What's your ritual? What what will you do maybe now? What will you try? How how did it go? How did it feel? Was it too woo-woo? Was it not woo-woo enough? Where did you land? <laughs> and I'd really love to hear where people are using ritual at work in groups. That fascinates yeah. me too. Yeah. Um, I know quite a few organizations use meditation as a, a practice mm-hmm. that everybody does um, religiously every day, either at the beginning or the end of yeah. the day. Um, but there are many other things that you can be doing as a community or as a group as well. So we'd love to hear what else you do. Mm-hmm. Love it. Thank you so much for joining us today, everybody. Really enjoyed our conversation, Sarah. As always, we always have so much fun. I know, so exciting. <laughs> and look forward to seeing you here with us, hearing us next time with Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. Thanks so much and bye for now. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. We hope you've enjoyed listening to it as much as we did recording it. 
And you can always get involved in the well-being conversation at all of our social links in the show notes. Until next time, stay safe, stay happy, and thrive in whatever you do. Bye.